0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to this week's Big Couch Co-op Podcast, a community where your thoughts count and your voice will be heard. As always, this week we're going to be talking about the biggest news in video games, tech, movies, and more. So call a cushion on the couch and let's do this. Alright, so just diving into uh, some housekeeping. Um, just want to apologize to everyone for, uh, being away as long as I have. Um, kind of, kind of hit a slump as far as, you know, playing video games and and inspiration to do these videos. Um, honestly, it's just been really hard to be motivated to do them. Um, and then there's a ton of, you know, information that came out with video games and a plethora of movie news and all that and tech, um, just kind of just been really hard. I kind of felt like I hit like a stumbling block or, you know. Uh, a motivational block to, uh, do this, you know, um, I ask myself sometimes, you know, is it even worth it? Am I impacting anyone? You know, I don't see any feedback, so it's, it's really hard to go. Is this even worth it? Um, you know, and doing what I'm doing on here and doing video editing and audio editing, it is my passion. It frustrates me, but, you know, I like to work through the issues and figure it out and go from there. Um, but like I said, it's just been a little a little harder for me to do it, especially when you know it seems like any more hard work isn't recognized. Hard work, you don't get anywhere with hard work. It's almost like it's who you know. Um, and I want someone to recognize that I'm busting my butt, trying to put out the best possible video, trying to make you know audio sound pretty decent especially for what I have and I know you gotta put your dues in and you know take your lumps Um, eventually somebody will notice hopefully that's that's the goal Um, and maybe this you know this platform um, with YouTube is is not the way maybe I gotta do a blog or something I don't know but this is truly my passion and I'm gonna work through it and uh, we'll get there so yeah all right, so let's just dive into some of uh, the biggest news uh, and some big news for me. Uh, I finally got a Nintendo Switch, everyone. Um, I've been begging and pestering my wife and, you know, in general, just wanting one um, so badly that she broke down and finally got one for me, and um, I couldn't be happier. Uh, I've been playing Mario Odyssey. That's the game I got for it, and this is the perfect game, in my opinion, Um for the Switch, and and it's one of the best games out there in a long time. It's probably my one of my top five uh, favorite games of all time. That being said, I think you know it's great for the system that it's on. Like I said, but it's also awesome because it kind of blends the the old school um, retro gamers uh, for those that played on the original Nintendo, um, and then those are beyond you know like N64 and stuff like that. So it brought the th- 3D and 2D together, and how they seamlessly work together, is, it's it's awesome, um, it, it doesn't delve too much into the retro, and, and focus on that, um, I like how they, you know, put care and love into bringing the 2D characters in 3D, um, you know, like the football, like I, I call them, football guys in uh, Super Mario World, brought them into this game, and, you know, I, I thought it was amazing. Um, it was pretty cool to be able to play as some of those characters. So I, I think it's all, uh, amazing. And the fact that there's so much replayability for it, um, that's some areas you can't even get into unless you have certain costumes or unlocks and, you know, enough uh, moons. I, I think that's really, really cool. Um, and one thing that I, I kind of got to wrap my head around is that this isn't a PS4, Xbox One caliber um, system, and, and not saying that it's lesser, but it doesn't play, and it might, you know, I know there's some, you know, like Skyrim and Dooms on there, but um, it doesn't have the capabilities that a PlayStation 4 or Xbox One has, so this is going to be more of a, a smaller retro system, um, you know, that you might be able to play some remakes on it, or, you know, the virtual console, so that's that's what I had to wrap my head around and understand that I'm not going to be playing, you know, the next call of duty on it. Understand, you know, this is, this is a Nintendo system. Okay. They control and they want to have a very curated, curated, uh, library for themselves. So I'm cool with that. Uh, just, you know, again, something I had to wrap my head around that I'm going to be playing smaller indie type games and retro platformers. So, um, if anybody out there that's had this system longer than I have, um, has any recommendations on games, please let me know. Uh, I think my next endeavor, I'm going to try to delve into Celeste. Uh, you know, I've heard a lot about it, so I'm going to jump into that one. So moving on to uh, some, you know, real news, if you will, um, and kind of staying in the realm of the Nintendo Switch. Um, the net last uh, Nintendo Direct. Uh, They teased a game that I can almost guarantee a lot of people have not only been dying for, but will be playing day one, hour one, then it comes out, is Smash Brothers. Um, This teaser, uh, they pushed out uh, that a few of their newer um, characters from their franchises, like the Splatoon guys, will be a part of this. now, what they're not saying and what they did not push out is a release date. So I'm assuming, again, this is just my assumption, my opinion, is because Nintendo doesn't go traditionally to E3 anymore. They're not actually physically there. I mean, I'm sure they have booths and things that people can play, but they don't. They're not on a stage. They don't have a big keynote kind of thing. Um, they're not competing with the the other two, um, and they just put push out a Nintendo Direct. So they're going to do that, like they always do. But I feel that they're going to announce a lot of bigger name games coming out, as well as when uh, Smash Brothers is come, going to come out. And I hope, I really do, I hope that they uh, decide to push it, like, you know, they'll really release it's a week away from E3 week, you know, some, some close to around that time frame, so it gets people enticed and really, really want to play that game. Um, I haven't played it since original N64 a few times, so I... I been playing Brawlhalla, I believe it is on PlayStation 4. So that it, it, it's pretty much the same thing. Um so I'm looking forward to playing Smash Brothers. So we'll see when that game comes out. It should be pretty awesome. Um another thing kind of in the Switch realm but not is the Sega Genesis Mega Collection is coming out for all platforms but the Switch. That's right. Um they're not publishing publishing a version uh, of that game for the Switch. Now, it seems a little weird, right? I mean, you would think you'd want to get something like that on what we already talked about, being a, like a retro-platforming system. Um, it's not really that weird, if you, if you think about it. Um, I think that Nintendo probably went or they talked to Sega. And Sega came to them and said, hey, you know, we got this 50-plus game uh, collection coming out. We'd love to put it on your system. And Nintendo looked at them and said, no, we're, we're good right now, now. That's the key. That's key statement, is now. Again, we we talked about Nintendo being a retro platform um, company, that, especially the Switch, um, and this would be right up their alley. <sighs> what I'm saying is that they like to have their stuff curated. Curated. They're very. They play their cards very close to chest. No pun intended. Again, remember Nintendo was a game card playing card manufacturer. Um, but uh, I think that they're doing this for two reasons one um, they want to time this with their virtual console release now virtual console has been talked about they, they, they say they're going to do it when they're going to do it we don't know um, i do believe it's going to happen just don't know when so i think what they're doing is they're telling Sega no right now but when we come out with our virtual console yes we're going to want this and then the second part to that is They don't want all 50 games pushed out at one time. Again, remember, they're very close to the chest and how they play these, and they want it very curated. So to help bolster sales in that realm, I think what they're going to do is release those games in chunks, okay, if Sega gets on board and wants to play it that way. So what I think they're going to do is they're going to release 10 games at a time for five weeks or so however they want to do it but it will spread out and bring interest back into that virtual console because again they haven't said too much about it so we'll see on that but i think that's probably their plan um however personal personal thoughts on it and you know my desire to want to play those games just give me the damn thing give it to me i want it I'm going to play the crap out of the Sega collection. I had a Sega Genesis as a kid. I think it was like secondhand for my cousin that wasn't playing anymore. But still, I absolutely loved it. Toe Jam and Earl, uh, Beast Wars, I think it was. Uh, I played every one of them. I loved the Sega Genesis. I was a Sega kid for the longest time until I got a Super Nintendo. And, oh, I was all about that. Um, okay, so uh, next in video game news um, is uh, there was a... Posts of a remastered game. Now, that's not a huge thing. Remastered games happen all the time. Um, And that's not huge news to anyone, except that it's for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Now, again, we've already had the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 1 or Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare, whatever you want to call it. I forget the actual real name. But the Modern Warfare first game came out, remastered, about a year, almost two years ago now. It's not a huge thing. Um, but for me personally, is um, I love that game. That game was my jam. That's right. I'm using that old school, you know, old guy term. It was my jam. Now I know it's cool for everyone to hate on Call of Duty these days and say, you know, it sucks. Can't believe you like the crappy game, blah, blah, blah. It is what it is. I don't, I don't, care. That's your opinion. Cool. Have your opinion. However, this is more nostalgia for me because, uh, my wife and I played the crap out of Modern Warfare 2. We got, had all the DLC. We played it for hours on end. Um, and, you know, it was fun. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Like I said, it was, uh, it was spotted on a website, and that website was Amazon, uh, Amazon Italy, actually. And it had a release date of April 30th at the price point of $25. Now, I'm pretty sure they're not going to include all the DLC with that remaster. I'd like them to but it is what it is. And that's supposed to come out in PS4 and Xbox One, so not a bad price. And uh, again, I'm hoping it gets all packaged with all the prior DLC and all that, but eh, not going to get too hyped up for something that's probably not going to happen. So I want to dive into some upcoming games that uh, I'm looking forward to, and I think uh, you guys are probably looking forward to them as well. Uh, the first is Far Cry 5, and that's coming out on March 27th um you know i don't want to dive too much into that um we talked about the game before i think this is going to be a fun game it's another open world game very cool um i got to see a little bit through the party mode that um kind of funny put on uh, the really cool little sessions where they play some games have fun with it um so go take a look at you know them stop the video now if you want doesn't matter um, go take a look at what they've got going on over there for their party modes. There are some games that I'm like, oh man, I never would have thought that'd be that much fun. So uh, they played that and it looks pretty interesting. So I'll probably get a, give it a try. Uh, next, again, another game we've already talked about uh, coming out April 20th is God of War. I like the new spin on it, how you know it's got a lot of story and substance to it. Kratos as a character wasn't that great before. I think now with their... Their care and detail of story, I think this is gonna be really, really cool. So then also on that same day, um, we're pretty, pretty Nintendo heavy this uh, this podcast. Um, but let's talk about Nintendo Labo that's coming out on April twentieth. So here's a picture And all I have to say about that is. Right, it's cardboard, it's foldable, paintable, pliable cardboard. Okay, Nintendo, have fun. Uh, you're not gonna get me on that one, sorry. And then, um, after that, April 23rd, South Park, the fractured butthole, uh, is coming out uh, again. You know, it's already been released on other platforms. I played the one hour demo on PlayStation Four. Um, for those that haven't Nintendo Switch and absolutely love South Park, get this. This is, you know, like you're playing through either one of the movies or just a long episodes, um, get this game. Um so yeah. Um, now to move on to a game that I absolutely cannot wait for. Again, I've talked about this series several times. I absolutely love it. It's the Dark Souls series. That's right. They're remastering, remaking, whatever it is they're doing. It's coming out again. Oh yeah, yes, feel that. Oh yeah, it's gonna be awesome. It's uh, it's coming out May twenty fifth horrible thing about that date is the day prior on the 24th another game i'm looking forward to and have been wanting to play for such a long time just cuz its ideas of how what's going on in the game intrigue the crap out of me is detroit becoming human or become human that game looks amazing if you guys played uh what was it um heavy rain uh back on the 360 uh, that game was awesome, uh, had great story, choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing going on, I think D- Detroit Become Human, uh, is in that realm, is kind of in that vein, so I'm looking forward to it, um, it should be pretty cool, so we'll see who gets put on the back burner, is it Detroit or is it Dark Souls, now I think that's, for me, it's gonna be based on If Dark Souls is a true remake and, you know, they've updated all the graphics and made it look amazing, I'll play that first. If not, I'll probably put that on the back burner, beat Detroit, and then come back to Dark Souls. So, again, we'll have to wait and see which one wins out. Um, So next I want to dive into some movie news. And the biggest uh, news in that realm um, is the release of the Avengers um, Infinity Wars trailer. Man, is that good oh, it's everything I want in a trailer and it looks like everything I want in a movie. I've watched it several times and it gives me chills every single time because it's, you know, it it feels like, you know, we've invested a long, long time in all of these movies. We've put a lot of, you know, emotional and and financial support in these movies that, you know, we want to see the payoff. I I was into this um, prior um, to Iron Man one. I heard that they were talking about it and you see the little snippets at the very end and you know the end credits that got longer and longer and longer. But when you saw, you know, the, the connections coming together, it's like, oh my God, they're actually gonna do this. It's gonna they're building this world, this cinematic universe. That's amazing. I can't believe it. Nerds are here. So now this is, you know, the the end result. Um and I think this is coming to the end that we all want and, you know, kind of need. Now, I think people are going to be disappointed in this first movie because we got to remember to temper expectations and, you know, because we're getting another movie. Um, and they will explain that probably with the end credits, but this is going to be a two-parter. So w- there are things that are going to happen that are not going to be resolved until the second part of the movie. So we have to wait and see that to see how that happens. I mean, you know, there's, there is... People are going to die. Some One person or maybe several people are going to die. I agree with that. But it's going to leave on a cliffhanger or some kind of sour note that it's going to make people mad. I, I can already see that. But again, they want you to come back for that payoff. So just temper your expectations. I know I am already. Another movie that's coming out is um, by John Krasinski. He wrote it and he has directed it. Um, it's called A Quiet Place. So... For me, that's quite interesting because for a long time I have not been a fan of horror movies. Um, and that that's kind of because the, the genre has become more of gore-based. You know, I understand there's sub-genres of horror, thriller, suspense, whatever you want to call them. But I think all of these movies... Um, right around the time Saw and Hostel came out, it was more of a, let's push you to your boundaries of it just being absolutely disgusting and making your skin crawl to be gross for gross sake. You know, that's that's literally what it was. Let's be nasty for nasty steak. I couldn't get behind that. You know, I loved old school Freddy where it was it was disgusting, but it did have that creepy, mind-messing, you know, intriguing thought behind it you you had suspense and space in movies and you know it was all spaced out so you you had time to think about what was going on and I think that it's been like that for quite some time but I think that era has come to an end and I want to say that's because we had um, a, a very pivotal movie come out in the horror genre Um, that kind of got labeled social thriller and I think that is a great title for that genre and and that movie and the movie was Get Out that movie made people think it made you uncomfortable it made you think about your social position and all that and and again I think it was just weird and scary and creepy but it wasn't that nasty you know, there wasn't a ton of gore. It made you feel scared for scared's sake. Um, so I think that this movie and what they're doing is going to bring that suspense and that thinking man's horror in, back into it. Um, because this movie is based on the fact that, you know, the more noise or especially talking that the uh, characters in the movie do it will lead them to be either killed or hunted or whatever's going on. But all they kind of portray is that you're not allowed to speak in this world anymore. You know, people have been dying since speaking. So I think that kind of leads the, the people to explore the explore the space, whatever you want to call it, you know. Um, they, they have to act more and be more you know, expressive in their acting in and of itself. And I think that's going to lead towards, you know, a composer of each one of these, um, or of this movie, having to explore sounds and how does it elevate, the, you know, the areas they're obviously not talking. Um, so I can't wait to see um, what what that does. Last and final movie that I'm looking forward to is Ready Player One. Now, I've heard some mixed reviews Um, from people that have already seen it at South by Southwest, and they're talking about, you know, well, it was a movie, it was there, yeah, I watched it. And that's typically not a good thing. Uh, People don't, you know, give opinions on things. And I'm sure that's, you know, because there's an embargo on it, you can't talk about specifics and all that kind of thing. But um, people have talked about the book and how the book just kind of panders to um, nostalgia for nostalgia's effect and get, you know, playing on that nostalgia, uh, background, but I don't know, man. I read the book. I've listened to the book read by Will Wheaton several times. I absolutely love it. I love that book to death. I love, um, Armada. So I think I really just like, you know, um, I like the style. I like what it's doing. You know, the author is amazing. So Ernest Klein, you, 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 got a fan and, you know, in me. So, uh, I'm hoping that, you know, it it does the book justice. Again, a book is always better. I understand that, you know, the movie you see on screen is not going to be the one, you know, the one place in your head. So we'll see. And that kind of wraps it up for this week, everyone. Um, Again, I want to apologize for being gone so long. Um, I'm trying to push through this, like I talked about, mental, uh, emotional, whatever you want to call it, barrier, stumbling block. I love doing this. Um, and I wanna make this a career. Um, I really truly do. Uh but I've got a family to take care of and you know, family is always first. You gotta take care of your priorities so you can, you know, do the things you you uh you want to do as a side project. Um and, you know, uh it, it kinda makes it harder for that to be possible if uh you know, I gotta focus on, you know, family first. Um But, you know, things are changing in uh, our our family dynamic. Um, My wife is actually about to graduate nursing school, Um, and, you know, she is an inspiration to me. Uh, The fact that this will be her, technically her third degree, she doesn't count her other one, but um, that woman is amazingly smart as she's pushed through uh, many years of schooling to get where she's at, and... You know, she set herself up for success and she's had to deal with a lot, especially in the last year of schooling. She's had to deal with a ton and it's an inspiration in in how I need to just push through whatever little things I got going on. I mean, she's had health issues. Our kids have had health issues. I mean, my son's bipolar. I live, you know, on the other side of the state kind of thing going on. Um, she's pretty much, you know, going to school full time, working part time, dealing, you know, being a full time mom, and then dealing with my crazy butt. So, um, she, her example is exactly what I want to do. I want to push through whatever I have and hunker down to make this, you know, this goal a reality. I want to be a full time games media journalist, reviewer, whatever. You know, do this full time. And I think, you know, again, her being my inspiration, I can do it. So um, maybe she can be the breadwinner for a while and I can take time off and develop and hone my skills. I don't know. We'll see. Um, So, yeah, uh, that about does it for us this week. Um, As always, be awesome to one another. And uh, remember, call Seat Save on the Couch. We'll see you next time. (音楽) Let's go.